Today in the Join the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Daniel. Daniel is the fourth of the major prophets that we discussed. We began with Isaiah, followed by Jeremiah. We just finished Ezekiel, and now we are moving on to Daniel. It says, in the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, son of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. This will become important later as we read chapter 5. So in the introduction here, we're given the explanation of the fact that the Lord allowed this to happen. This would have been in about 605 B.C. You remember the discussion we had about the people of Judah being exiled to Babylon because of their disregard for God's covenant. This happened in three different groups. And the first group that was exiled were Daniel and his friends that we're fixing to read about. This happened in 605 B.C. The second group was exiled in 597. That group included Ezekiel. And then a third and final deportation took place in 586 when the Babylonians destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, chief of his court officials, to bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. So basically he said, bring me the very best of the best. It says that he was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. They essentially want to turn them into the best Babylonians they can be. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that, they were to enter the king's service. It says among these were some from Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And these were, of course, their given Hebrew names. It says the chief official gave them new names. To Daniel, he gave the name Belteshazzar, and this probably means something along the lines of Bel, which was their god, protect his life. And then to Hananiah, he gave the name Shadrach, which would have been a Sumerian moon god. Also to Mishael, he gave the name Meshach, which would have been that same god. And then to Azariah, he gave the name Abednego. Now, it's interesting that we know Daniel by his Hebrew name, but we know his friends by their Babylonian names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, in regard to the food that they were to be served, it says, picking up in verse 8, But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself in this way. Now, the food would have been considered unclean from Nebuchadnezzar's table because the first thing that happened with all of their food was they offered it, the first portion was offered to their idols, 
and then they also, in the same way with the wine, poured out the wine on the altar of their pagan gods. And then on top of that, they ate animals that were considered unclean by the Israelite law. So Daniel was in no way going to defile himself in this way. What we talked about in the book of Ezekiel last time was the difference between clean and unclean. And Daniel was resolved not to defile himself. So it says in verse 9, Now God had caused the official to show favor and sympathy to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I am afraid of my lord the king, who has assigned your food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. Now, speaking of Daniel's age, it is generally assumed that he was around 17 to 20 years old during this time. It says, Daniel then said to the guard whom the chief official had appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of the young men who eat the royal food and treat your servants in accordance with what you see. So he agreed to this and he tested them for 10 days. At the end of the 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So the guard took away their choice food and the wine they were to drink and gave them vegetables instead. To these four young men, God gave knowledge and understanding of all kinds of literature and learning, and Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. So on top of them being very well-informed, very well-qualified, having the most aptitude of anyone, it says that God gave them knowledge and understanding of all kinds. And then on top of that, gave Daniel the ability to interpret and understand dreams and visions. This gift will first be put on display in the next chapter in regard to interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's dream. So it says in verse 18, At the end of the time set by the king to bring them in, the chief official presented them to Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and he found none equal to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. So they entered the king's service. In every matter of wisdom and understanding about which the king questioned them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom. And then it says in verse 21, Daniel remained there until the first year of King Cyrus. So we know that the first year of King Cyrus was in 539 B.C., and we know that Daniel was still living then in 537 when he saw the exiles return from Judah out of Babylonian captivity. And that would have put Daniel being 90 years old because we know that he came to Babylon when he was about 20. And we know from the book of Jeremiah that the exile lasted for 70 years. And because we know here that he was still living in the first year of King Cyrus, that he would have seen the exiles return, and that 20 plus 70 would have put him at about 90 years old. And that ends chapter 1. We're going to pick up next time in chapter 2. It's, it's a really in-depth chapter. And one thing that changes in chapter 2 is that we switch to the language of Aramaic. 
Chapter 1 was in Hebrew. Chapters 8 through 12 are also written in Hebrew, but chapters 2 through 7 are written 